tell us a little bit more about your background and how did you even decide to focus on ovarian cancer out of all the other things? Hello and welcome to Hello Femtech, the podcast that features femtech changemakers across the globe creating changes and improving the lives of women. With your two hosts, I'm Kompik Liu from Design Angel and my co-host Ari Shashak from Sikolovia. So I um, I started working and my first career um, was in another woman's health diagnostics company. Um, and I, I would say I, I started a career in women's health diagnostics um, serendipitously and then made the choice to stay in it for the last over a decade now. Um, I've also had the great fortune of working with both of my co-founders. Um, throughout those last um, uh, 10 years at various different companies. We were a part of two other women's health startups, um, building technologies, um, bringing them to market, both companies going on to successful exits. My experience has almost always been on the commercialization and go-to-market side of things, um, really bringing these products to doctors so that patients could be served um, and you know, with, with an experience sort of all over the world. Pick mentioned the work that I was doing with HPV testing. Um, I spent a lot of time in East Africa and South um, organizations. I was working for a company called Kyogen that was the leader in a remote testing system for HPV. And then we were also working with organizations such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundations and other NGOs um, just to increase access to testing for women. And I think that for me has been a guiding point and like a theme in my career of to in, ensuring that the solutions and, and diagnostic testing is available to women all over the world for various types of diseases and conditions. And um, with that kind of goal in mind, Anna and Alex and I, after, after Parsigen Diagnostics went through their exit, um, we put our heads together again and said, okay, well, let's look at what the, what the world looks like. Less than 10% of, of funding goes into women's health. There are so many solutions um, that are sitting in academia and in research that never make it to market. How can we help bridge that gap and um, and you know find more products and find more technologies? And the three of us don't have a technical background. None of us are scientists or inventors, um, and so we went out it much more looking for partnerships. And that's when we met in 2019. We met Professor Sarah Govey, and and he's been working on a really interesting way to diagnose cancer from blood. And by coincidence, he was looking at ovarian cancer first and. For us, ovarian cancer was on our hit list of things to look into. Amongst others was endometriosis, preeclampsia, just other areas that we knew were lacking in innovation. And ovarian cancer being incredibly, you know, challenging to diagnose. There is no test for it today. 80% of women are diagnosed at stage three and four. Um, at that point, survival rates are less than 30%. So just an area that for us was really important. And when we saw the research that Professor Saragovi had, it obviously very much piqued our interest. Um, and then we got some non-dilutive funding and um, really started to dive into it more and, and generate more data um, that by 2020, we decided that this is really what we wanted to put our heart into, our effort, um, and form the company and partnered officially with Professor Saragovi to develop the test and uh, find a way to be able to diagnose women much more accurately and faster. Wow. I mean, those stats, honestly, unbelievable. And Typically, Oriana, how do we women, right, usually get diagnosed? What are the solutions today compared to what you're trying to bring to well, the market? Yeah. Um, so today, um, 90% of women with ovarian cancer experience symptoms, but the symptoms are incredibly um, vague. There are things like uh, bloating, abdominal pain, um, difficulty eating, changes in bowel movements. 
they'll be persistent enough where a, a woman will usually go to her OBGYN. And at that first appointment, an OBGYN will do an ultrasound, a pelvic exam, and try to see if they can see any kind of mass. A majority of women don't have a, a large mass that's detectable by ultrasound. Um, and then today they run um, a number of blood tests, and one of them is called a marker um, CA125. Now, CA125 is only actually approved for monitoring of disease. So once a woman is diagnosed to monitor, is she getting better with treatment or is the cancer coming back? The challenge that they have today is because they don't really have any other alternative diagnostics. So they try to use CA125 levels, um, but they need to see the CA125 levels increasing over time. So they'll tell a woman, okay, come back again in three months and we'll retest you. When you get retested, if your CA125 levels are continuously increasing, then they'll say, okay, we need to refer you to an oncologist to form an exploratory biopsy procedure. That procedure, just to do a diagnosis, just to get a biopsy, involves the removal of at least one ovary and one fallopian tube. So as you can imagine, you don't even know if you have cancer, and to find out, you have to have your organs removed. And for most women, when they're premenopausal, this is horrendous because if you're still trying to have kids, then you decrease your likelihood of being able to have kids, but also you start to go through menopause much earlier. And for most women as well in the US, that diagnostic process takes nine months on average. So at this point, the cancer is spreading. 80% of women diagnosed are stage three and stage four. If you are diagnosed, you've already lost one ovary and one fallopian tube. And even going through that surgery, if you don't have ovarian cancer, you've also lost an ovary and a fallopian tube. So it's just a horrendous process that exists today. And instead, what we're saying is, okay, these women are showing up to the doctor. They're already getting their blood drawn. Now let's test them specifically for our test, which is looking to identify specifically ovarian cancer in early stage and in late stage, giving these women a much bigger chance at survival because there's no more of this wait and see do your markers rise. Wait and see, you know, from an exploratory surgery. It's from that very first appointment, getting them the chance to be diagnosed faster and accurately. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting app and get notified the moment a new episode comes out. Halo Femta is an initiative by Sikalovia and Design Angel. Thank you to Pashel Tashi for producing and editing this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor by rating and reviewing our show on the podcast. It will help us grow the show and make future episodes even better. If you want to connect with other changemakers that we feature in our podcast, go to our website, halofemtech.com, and join our community. You'll find helpful resources and industry events. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.